Welcome to Education Perspectives. I am your host, Liza Holland. This is a podcast that explores the role of education in our society from a variety of lenses. Education needs to evolve to meet the needs of today and the future. Solving such huge issues requires understanding. Join me as we begin to explore the many perspectives of education. So we have two exciting guests for this episode of Education Perspectives. Julie Pyle is the president of Parent Camp and is kind of the parent side of the house. A dedicated volunteer, Julie has been impacting schools for many years. She was elected to the Boone County School Board in 2018 and has served as a parent ambassador in the Boone County School System. Also in 2018, she was named to the inaugural class of the Ed Trust Fund Parent Fellowship class. In 2017, Julie was named the inaugural recipient of the Beverly Nichols Raimondo Kentucky Parent Leadership Award, named after the founder of the Commonwealth Institute for Parent Leadership. In 2015, she was recognized as the BAMI Awards People's Choice Parent Leadership Recipient. She has served in multiple PTA positions, including the Vice President of Communications for the Kentucky State PTA and past president of the recently formed Boone County High School PTSA. Laura Gilchrist is a teacher turned consultant who is on a mission as Parent Camp Vice President to teach every family school community how to come together in joyful connection and collaboration as one team, one ecosystem for kids. The big goal is family school community integration and nationwide research about the impact of family school community collective efficacy. Laura is passionate about teachers and teacher agency. She loves working with them and they love working with her. As CEO of Kid Champions Consulting, Laura helps teachers and schools humanize and transform teaching and learning, whether it's face-to-face and or virtual. Welcome, ladies. We're so very glad to have you. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, it is my pleasure. And the more I learned about Parent Camp, the more excited I was to, uh, to have you guys on. So this is the first time I've had two people, so I'm going to see what I can't do to, <laughs> to kind of balance this a little bit. But the first question to me is a really important one, and it was kind of one of those foundational things about starting this podcast. And I realized that we have so very many perspectives in education. But Julie, I'll ask you first, why do you think that we as a society invest in education? Well, we have to invest in education because it's the building blocks grounds to lift everybody up. Education is the core. I mean, if we have a, we are constantly learning and by learning, we're evolving and building into our kids, which builds our whole society. If we don't have education, it's going to fall apart and it's going to be chaos. So, Good answer. Good answer. Laura, how about you from your perspective? Why do we do this? We need to come together. So in schools and education, Well, learning is one thing you can learn on your own, but coming together to learn and then to build off of that learning to make the world a better place. That's to me what education is all about. And we have to come together. Like we know from COVID that living alone and isolated does not work. So this is the foundation of education is bringing us all together. And what can we do if we come together in the right way where we can harness all of our gifts and, you know, collaborate together to make the world a better place. Excellent. That kind of leads me right into my next question. And Laura, I'll start with you. 
what drew you to education in the first place? Why do you work in this area? Just wanting to make a difference and seeing kids' eyes light up and, and seeing them believe in themselves truly. I think helping them see themselves in a brighter light, that they're capable. I think that really, really drove me to education. And I'm, I'm forever. One of my values is teaching and learning. Marvelous. Julie, you came through the parent route like I did. Tell me about what drew you into this area and why you are expanding into such a great collaborative initiative. So I think the, the main thing is, is I really enjoy building into other parents and seeing them build their confidence because so many times parents just are like, I don't know the teachers, the educators, they're the, the professionals. I don't know anything. And parents know a lot and can contribute a lot. And so I thrive on seeing other parents blossom and thrive and then start giving back and building into other parents and pulling them in, into the ecosystem. So I think that's really, I've always been a lifelong learner and a connector because we all have, as human beings, we have that need to connect. And so I just, I've always just enjoyed meeting other parents, encouraging them with their kids, with other parents, getting involved in the school, encourage them to run for SBDMs, run for school boards, but also doing that with the students too. So we have a very active student advisory council in our district. And I met with them a couple of weeks ago and I'm just like, you guys are the future and we need to build into them too. Yeah. Student voice is really something that has long been ignored. And I think that it's starting to have its time, which is exciting. Very good. So, and I will just let you guys decide who wants to go first, but tell me about how Parent Camp got started. <laughs> so Parent Camp, we started two around 2015, 2016, and it's kind of a spinoff of EdCamp. So many of our educators know about EdCamp. It's got more of a structure to it than EdCamp because what we found out was if you just put a bunch of parents into a room or at a school building and put a board up, it ends up being kind of chaotic. And so we started putting some structure to it, which goes against the EdCamp grain, but it's okay. It works. And then over a number of years, Laura and I kind of trial and error, really kind of tweak the model. And now it's to the point where it really has come to fruition where there's structure to it and there's purpose to it. And it's really has been able to, so many schools, they don't know how to do family school communication. Educators are not taught that in college, even though we're seeing courses now in family education and parent engagement. We're seeing those at superintendent level and we're starting to see them in the, in the uh, undergraduate level for the teachers. So it really is designed for building that connection together. So we started, we actually formalized in Kentucky in 2016. It kind of came out of an offshoot of the U.S. Department of Education. They had gotten a hold of the model and I had worked with them on a volunteer basis that we had six parent camps at the U.S. Department of Ed because they wanted some student parent voice at the federal level. It went over so well, they started getting calls saying, hey, we want to do parent camps. Can you help us? And they're like, we don't have the bandwidth or capacity. And so it's kind of unusual that government agencies reached out to us then and said, hey, can you formalize so we can send these calls to you? We'll have an, an understanding, memorandum of understanding. We'll send these calls to you so that way this great initiative can keep rolling. So it just kind of has 
it, that's the way we kind of got started. And then we've been steamrolling kind of ever since, and it's been evolving. And really, we've grown to a point where we ha- there's a lot of, there's purpose to it. And it's being very intentional. So many times in our schools, there's family engagement activities. And it's, it's about doing content or just having activity. What we have to get back to is having purposeful time to build relationships. Because that's by when you start having those relationships and building that trust, then you can start working on the hard stuff together. That is exciting. And I tell you that coming down from the federal level, A, I'm excited that they are wanting to have parent voice involved, but to have created something that really created its own demand is exciting. Mm-hmm. So if you were going to engage parent camp, Laura, what does that look like for the school or the district? What does that entail? Well, it starts with, you know, we, we, we work with them. We start by building a team. So we train a team of about 10 people and they're made up of not just educators, but family, school and community. So we have all voices at the table on this team. We have a coach with them that goes through the whole year with them. And schools normally do um, four to six parent camps a year. We have a whole journey map set up for what they can do in between the parent camps. And so we train the team. We do that. We're getting ready to train teams in Delaware next month. So we train the teams and then they start hosting their parent camps. And, And the team, the educators love it because it's not just on their shoulders, you know, and our old model of family engagement and education for that matter. It's a compliance model where a few people have the power and, you know, everybody else just kind of listens and, you know, doesn't really have access to their own power. Yeah, no, just about how you had mentioned how it kind of gets structured. You're training a team that will then in turn have the parent camps. Is there any, is that like a year long procedure or it's something that you kind of have alumni of parent camp that uh, has ongoing support or how does that look? Yeah, it's a year long. We trade, we work with them all year. They do their five parent camps and we have stories and videos and data that comes out of each parent camp. And, you know, I think the bottom line is this. Like Julie said, we need to be together. We need relationships, but to build relationships, which everybody needs, we have to talk to each other. We can't just have bingo nights, which I love bingo nights. You can't just do the activities. You have to come together. And that's where it breaks down because in a compliance model, you're afraid to talk because if I don't have power and you're not meeting my needs, I have a few options. I can leave. I can be present, but not present, or I can kind of fight back. I can raise my voice. So parent camp model brings it down to where we're all at the same level. And at the parent camps, you get to build those relationships truly and build the relational trust that's flowing in your ecosystem. And then you ramp that up with activities, and then it just flows into the big holy grail, which is family, school, community, collective efficacy. Excellent. You know, you all being connectors really resonates with me because my experience with on the volunteer side was you got volunteers who want to help. You've got schools who say they want volunteers, but they don't know what to do with them. You know, and it's that relationship piece that really makes the difference. I can't tell you how many conversations I had with teachers by the copier that said, you know, well, why don't we do X, Y, Z? And they'd look at me and they'd go, you mean parents would do that? 
or volunteers would do that. And so this is really exciting to me about giving that time to have those types of conversations between them, because you can have activities all day long. The meaningful ones really make a difference and stick with you for a long time. And that means it's also really impacting kids, which is great. That's so cool. So you have this, you've developed this marvelous model. Julie, what is it that you love most about what you do? Oh my gosh. One is the stories that come out of it. And when we have somebody tell us, I went and did this because I attended a parent camp. Like we have stories upon stories. One of my favorite ones is, so we did like a college and career edition one where there was all different kinds of rooms about learning how financial aid and the application process and, you know, different things. And a parent attended. And by the end of it, she said, I didn't know what to expect out of this, but I just feel like I don't feel like I'm lost anymore. And then I became friends with this parent on Facebook. And the other day she posted that her son not only got into college, he's going to NKU, he got the top scholarship and he got into the honors college. And I said, oh, congratulations. She said, Julie, this would not have happened without attending a parent. And then we have another parent who's in New York because we are national and actually international. He had attended a number of parent camps. He's one of our regular people. And he got the information about her school board. And so his wife ended up running for school board and got on. And he's like, without attending and learning how other districts function and kind of how to navigate the system, we wouldn't have had any idea or even the confidence to run for school board. So, you know, it's those kind of things, those kind of stories where it's making an impact you know, parents are building confidence and just being able to do things and to, to see what it eventually does for the kids and that the parents have the confidence and that, then it starts building the confidence in the kids and the opportunity for kids. Excellent. Laura, how about you? Tell me a little bit, and I'm going to do the same that Julie just did because she combined two of my questions in one. <laughs> what do you love the most about what you're doing? And could you share with us an example or favorite memory? You know, when I'm thinking of a parent camp, we have usually four rooms or so open and there every room is arranged in circles because that's the geometry of connection. You know, you can see you're seen, heard and valued the whole time you're seen by anybody that's in the circle. And so I just love we train the facilitators in how to facilitate for connection because otherwise you're presenting and you're again in that power dynamic. So I love When you walk into any of these circles and people are just deeply like listening, they're listening and they tell us, and we feel it too, like there's something powerful when you're listening in a facilitated room that is about connection and it's facilitated for connection, not for information transmission, where the presenter is in charge the whole time. We don't realize that's a power model. So in the parent camp model, you know, you can go to any room that you want at any time and you can speak when you want. And what that means is every person has access to their own power the entire time. They're seen the entire time. And then so when they get in these circles and they're able to contribute, if they something comes up and they want to share it, they're helping others. They're, they're using their gifts and their stories to impact. And so the takeaways from people at the end, one of the questions is, what were your action steps? They're far, like they impact home. Like it's, I'm going to listen to my child more. 
I'm going to go, like, I'm going to, we're going to work on something together and I'm not going to be as quick to speak or, you know, cut them off. And I mean, and teachers impact in the classroom. One of my favorite stories is, it sounds crazy, but I've seen a teacher cry, cry at a parent camp because a parent shared in a circle how impactful her teaching and SEL work has been. The social emotional work has been with one of the, her children and how it's changed their entire family life at dinner. And the teacher cried and it occurred to me, you know, teachers don't get to hear feedback from, because we don't talk to each other. We email. Yeah. We don't get to talk to each other. Yeah. Oh, that is so lovely. That is just so lovely. I personally involved now with a bunch of the deeper learning effort and in Kentucky and the whole concept of giving people agency like that, whether they be teachers or students or parents is so transformative. And it's really what we need in our information age today. That is, is so cool. So obviously you've got the ideal situation where people are calling you and wanting to do parent camp, et cetera. What do you feel like the biggest challenges or obstacles you face in spreading this further? Oh my goodness. I would say we constantly hear, I had not heard about you. I wish I would have heard about you. And it's it's finding the ways to get the information in people's hands to be able to attend things. So like we hold a, a national virtual parent camp every other Wednesday night. And it's free and open to anybody. Anybody can attend. We've had people from 48 states and seven countries join us. And it's really cool when people are connecting from all over the place and then they realize, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. I, this other person who lives halfway across the country is experiencing the same thing I am as a parent, I put. So, so this is something that our listeners could actually participate in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We call awesome. it our, our model classroom. And it's every other Wednesday night. You can go to our website, sign up for our newsletter. You can go to the calendar page and all of our activities whenever we're doing a parent camp in a, a school or a district that's all on our calendar. That if there's one where you're at, anybody's welcome to attend a, a parent camp. And they're like, just like a camp, they're always free. But it's really getting the word out everywhere. And I would say our biggest struggle is getting those in decision-making to really understand that family school community engagement is a proactive, preventative type thing. If you embrace it, it helps in your schools as far as student behavior, because the parents are connected. When the parents are connected to the teachers, you end up with better behavior because the, te- the, te- the students know the teachers and the parents are talking and it helps with academics. So it's a lot of times family engagement is kind of like an add-on afterthought where if it's embraced on the front end, it can help deal with a lot of issues that wouldn't surface if it's more thought of as a preventative type thing, just like preventative healthcare type activities that you might. Awesome. You and I think a lot alike because that also included my next question. I'm going to let Laura go ahead and and answer that question too from, you know, because you come at this from a teacher's perspective. What are the biggest challenges or obstacles that you feel that you're facing in this endeavor? And what do you want decision makers to know? You know, I ran across a quote today from Carl Sagan. It says, the visions we offer our children shape the future. It matters what those visions are. Often they become self-fulfilling prophecies. Dreams are maps. So our dream of family engagement that we offer to kids is we don't realize it's so limited. It's, 
you know, it's boring. I'm, I'm not involved. It, it doesn't feel good. I just go and I'm a part of something or I'll just sign up for a PTA membership. Like that's what we're offering our kids about family engagement. And we don't know anything different in our bodies. Julie alluded to this. Like, all we know is all we know. It's always been this way. So, you know, when they hear about parent camp, they think that it's a little bit of the same. And that's why we invite people. Once you experience one, you realize it's like different. And it, we, I think the big secret at the end of a parent camp is that we actually all get along in the right conditions we all get along and we want to contribute. We want to make the world a better place. So that, what would I want to share with people to just look into this model and think about if you really want to build relationships, you have to get your people talking. You have to bring them together where they don't feel, where they feel safe and, and it's a safe environment. And we offer year-long coaching so you're not alone. And uh, we carry the heavy load so that the administrators and the team can really work on just building relationships and pulling community in and being creative. Oh, that's marvelous. That is so marvelous. And, you know, it's quite frankly, it speaks very clearly and dearly to my heart because I recently went through a, a piece of, okay, you've got probably another 15 good years in you. What do you need to do? What, where do you want to put your time? And education is it. And especially those relationships and transferring it into something that will better meet the needs of all students and our society today. So kudos to both of you for the amazing work that you're doing. Tell me, is there anything that we have not touched on that you would love to share with our listeners? Sometimes our educators and the administrators, they want to hear statistics. They want to know what the research is. So we have one question that we ask at the end of every single parent gift, in person and virtual. And the question is, did you feel seen, heard, and valued? So, Liza, take a guess. What do you think that number is? Wow. We have thousands and thousands of responses. Dear God, I hope it's really close to 100%. It is 100%. <laughs> Way so, to go. So, think about it. If you were to survey your families at a typical family engagement event, are they going to answer that way? No. If they're not then you're not meeting their needs and really kind of what's the purpose of doing that event if you're not really touching the hearts. It really comes back to touching the hearts and building relationships. That is an incredibly powerful statistic mm -hmm. because I think that so often none of us feel seen, heard, and valued. You hear that from teachers all the time. You hear that even from administrators, et cetera. Yeah. And we are all in this boat together, and boy, if would, wouldn't it be great if we could just all row in the same direction? Yeah. Absolutely. Any final words, Laura? Yeah, I would like, I would add that the parent camp model is, we see it as the verb parent, so it's about us coming together to better parent each other and our kids, because you don't have to have kids to be a to parent. And then the other piece would be that parent camp model is an energy model, and we've applied it. You can turn a career fair into a career camp and you've got dialogue in rooms where you're having, you're building relationships and talking to each other instead of just taking a handout. Like, thank you. Okay. Here's the information on the career, right? We've done grandparent camps, industry camps, student camps are coming on strong and PD camps as well with teachers because teachers need to talk to each other. Across there, they need the relationships and the support in the school to build teacher collective efficacy, which by research has the biggest impact on student achievement. So 
once you're in the model, you can use this in many ways with your coach and it just, it's transformational. Is that something that you see in your future to maybe be offering teacher camps and industry camps and whatnot as on a regular basis? Yeah, so we do industry camps. We did one with the digital media industry in Kansas City. It was a virtual event. I had no idea how big digital media industry was in Kansas City and how many careers there are in it. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. We've done grandparent camps here in Northern Kentucky. We did one at Sherman Elementary, which is probably one of my favorite ones because the people who came, there was a number of grandparents who came who did not have grandchildren in the system. Their grandchildren they raised had already left and were adults, but they came back because they wanted to help the new grandparents raising their grandchildren and not struggle the way they did. Isn't that beautiful? It was incredible. And it, it was small. That's the thing about parent camps. It doesn't matter how many people are there. It's the people are there who want to be there. And so sometimes there's rooms that only have two or three people in it, but they're fantastic conversations. I mean, we'll, we'll walk in at the end and people will be crying because it's like, it's just hits them so much. But then, well, actually on March 2nd, we're doing a career camp here in Northern Kentucky virtually with the Grow NKY initiative to help kids and families, again, get exposed to careers. There's professionals in the room. And then I'm working right now with the Boone County, the Superintendent Student Advisory Council. We're going to be doing a student camp here in Boone County. Nice. Now, is that something, because going back to the industry camp that you spoke of, it sounds like that's something that both students and parents would be interested in, yeah? Yeah. Actually, it was des- it was designed for career exploration. So I think, what do we Excellent. have, like 20 rooms for that one, I think, Laura? It was a large one. And in each room, it was a professional, an educator. And then did we have students in that one? We had a lot of students attend. But professional and the educator together combined facilitated the room, which was great because then you then got those two talking, which they don't always talk. (laughs) So then the professionals could tell the educators, we need you to be teaching the kids this. And the educators were talking to the professionals saying, this is what we're doing. Give me feedback kind of thing. And to be able to pull them into their network. You know, I think the biggest, uh, the aha for me at the end of the industry camp was the digital media industry people that were there amazing people there. What they said at the end is what, what's your action step? They said, we want to help the educators. That's what came up. And then the other thing, when we did the industry camp, the, the thinking is to just have industry there. The thinking is to just have like parent camp, but you have, you know, you want to get all voices at the table because that's where the richness and the perspective. You guys are amazing. I really (laughs) Well, and yeah, tell you what, that's the icing on the cake right there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you both so very much for being a part of Education Perspectives. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Liza. Thank you so, so much. Enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Education Perspectives. Feel free to share your thoughts on our Facebook page. Let us know which education perspectives you would like to hear or share. Please subscribe and share with your friends. 